IV Pod. Welcome, this is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We are Ivy Pod on Facebook, Ivy Podcast on Twitter, and mail at ivypod is our email. Let's begin episode 76 of the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. Welcome, Clayton. Welcome, John. How are you? Good. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, can you believe it? It's been a little while, but it's almost a year to the day of the last time we recorded with Radium City. It has been, yes. We're and about, by about four days or and, three days. And sadly, six months, I think, since the last time we actually recorded anything. Yeah. Well, so, we're busy. Busy people. Yes. I. Yes. I, that'll be one of the things I, I'll have to thank the guys from Radium City about, is that they're... Uh, they're getting us going. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. And their patience is, is very well uh, uh, respected, I guess, because they were patient with us and planning this out, but we got it together and now we're here and we're looking forward to sitting down with them. So Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've been pretty busy the last six months. Haven't recorded anything. Um, I don't know. What have you been up to, Clayton? Uh, you know, home repairs, babies. Uh, <laughs> that sort of stuff. How about you? Same. Uh, same. Baseball. I've been in like baseball, everything baseball lately. Yeah. I've been very involved with Peru baseball. You're kind of, you're the internet head, right? You're yeah. I'm the, the social media. I'm the guy doing the social media, the website, everything. Yeah. So I'm doing all that stuff, kind of communications Coaching guy. Coaching too. And I'm the head coach, yeah, for both my boys that are on the same team. Well, so. That's lucky. Yeah, this year we're lucky. Next year it'll be a little harder. Right. So I'll have to make the call. Who I'm going to go with. Right. <laughs> That'll be a little tough. But uh, Who's yeah. the lefty? Are they both lefty? No, just one. Well, just go just with the him. older one. Yeah, yeah. go with <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've been doing baseball, uh, a lot of baseball. And then um, my, my little guy, my one-year-old, is now entering the uh, monster phase. Oh. So he's quite the handful these days, so... Meaning he's become a monster? Yes. Okay, that's cool. So Mobile? Very mobile. And my wife's schedule has been a little bit difficult, but that seems to be, uh, you know, getting better now. And sure. then um, had a major career change, too, in the last uh, recent time. So uh, lots of lots of craziness going on. Sure. But we, we, we didn't abandon it. We, we said we would just take our time. And that's how we approach our... When we started doing this, we kind of said, if things get hectic and we don't want to do it, we're not going to do it. And when we're ready to jump back in, we'll be we'll be back in. So we're back for a little bit, and we'll yeah. see. Hopefully, keep this going into the summer months. There's lots of stuff going on this summer. Sure, so hopefully a lot we of good can. Stuff. Uh, I got a couple ideas for some some future shows, so maybe we can see if it'll work out. But today's yeah. show is today's one I, show. I was anticipating for going on a couple of weeks now because <laughs> we've been connoisseurs of the Radium City product. So we're having the Radium City guys on again yes. about one year to the day. Yes. And uh, they have some announcements and stuff that they're going to be doing. I know uh, they're collaborating with the Tangled Roots Brewery and the, the Lone Buffalo, from the Lone Buffalo restaurant here in Ottawa, which is another thing that's come uh, 
recently opened in the last six months, I guess. Yeah, since we right. last recorded. And um, they're, they, they've put a beer together that they're, they're releasing at Winefest here in about uh, 10 days, or, or it'll be about a week when this gets released. Um, and so we'll hear about that and then hear about any of the other stuff they have going on. But they've grown a lot in last year, and I'm, I'm excited to hear about what oh. they're going to be doing. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of a lot of their beers. And I know. Same here. I mean, whenever there's some... I think I've tried everything that they've released in the Bombers. I'm just like... I'm always... It's so fun to have a beer like this. A it local is. beer. It's like when they come out with somebody something new, it's like, I got to get to the store yeah, yeah, and yes. get one of those. Yep. I, I, I always I, I remember selling, telling people, it's, it's Radium City Beer Day. And they're like, well, what do you mean? I was like, it's it's uh, to Dark and Shroomy is coming out today. I mean, yeah, come on. I go, don't you know? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I swing by Herman's and pick mine up. And yeah, I mean, I'm a frequent of the, whenever I'm at Hy-Vee, which is almost every other day, it seems like, in Peru, um, I hit it up there. Usually nice. bring one home with me yeah. every, you know, every time or so. Uh, yeah, I, I've, uh, the Breaking Blonde is one I'm a fan of. I like the stout. Um, I like the. I really liked the Spaceman Blackboard. That's my. That's my favorite. The blackboard. Our, the blackboard. Really? Yeah. yeah. Hands I, that's down. Awesome. I am oh my god. Off. It blew me away. It it's knocked my here. socks off. So I. So that's why I'm super psyched and can't wait to see, like I hopefully taste. Maybe you know. Hey, maybe if, they, if it's offered, I'm not going to say no. Right. Right. I'm going to so. say no. So uh, yeah. Well, with uh, I think that's a good lead, and I think well, we sure. should we should head over there. So when you guys. We'll, we're going to jump in with those guys next, and we're heading over to the, the brewery, if you will. Yep, and we will, uh, well, hopefully I'll be, get this podcast, well, if they're listening to this, then I did already get it yeah, out. Yeah, you posted so. it. So. I posted Good it. Good job, so. John. Yeah, that's future tense. <laughs> yes. All right. All right, everybody, we'll be right back. Thanks. Everybody, we are live at the Radium City Brewery, and I'm with Dennis, Adam, and Brian, and Clayton came too. So, thanks, Clayton. <laughs> I did make it. <laughs> I wouldn't have missed it. Thanks for having us, guys. Welcome, guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah, Anytime. this is exciting. So, first off, I gotta thank you because uh, as we were just talking, Clayton and I were doing our little intro. We've been on a more than a hiatus, almost like a retirement sabbatical sabbatical so um yeah so you kind of got us to get things going again dust off the gear and get back going hopefully we can get some shows going after this i hope but we'll see uh and um yeah so that's yeah thanks for thanks for having us out here this is exciting the place is filled up Yes. Since the, the last time, yeah. it's a considerably yeah. a, a more beer in the room, right? Yeah, in process. This is very impressive. Yeah. Very impressive, and uh, it was very much noisier. So I appreciate you guys shutting off the stuff because it sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds we're getting good. Like I said earlier, the uh, the fact that the room is filled up with um, all this equipment is helping our acoustic levels. Good. That was our, that was our plan. Yeah, yeah. So we were just, yeah. the whole <laughs> Wasn't to grow. No, no, no. better. No, no. We're open in a year. We could do another podcast. <laughs> so yeah, we 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 were here just about a year ago. So June third mm-hmm. last yeah. year. Okay. 
and so, um, so and that back. was just prior, I think, to the official release. It was, yeah. yeah it, was it was June twelfth that we right, yeah. were first commercially available. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. so yeah, so we are, uh, and this show, well, everybody should be listening to it, um, hopefully this week. So it'll be before the official release, but or the anniversary. So, but yeah, we're celebrating the one year of Radium City, and I know Clayton and I, I we couldn't be. We're like we're huge fans. Let's just put it that way. I, whenever we go, for me, I live in Peru. So every time I go to High V in Peru, which is pretty much all the time, mm-hmm. uh, I always hit up to see what's available. And I usually bring a bottle home or two, or three. Oh, <laughs> so uh, do yeah, and it's always exciting. You know, like we've never had anything like this where, you know, something new gets released, and you just you're just anxious to see what's the new beer coming out. So. I, I, I like to tell people at work when you guys have a new release, I'd say, it's Radium City Day. And they're like, what, what are you talking about? Like, it's dark and true. You know? The barrel-aged clock-out stout's coming out today, guys. Don't you know? Kind of Hermans. Did you follow them on Twitter? <laughs> well, like, I follow the Hermans on Instagram, and I always make sure to put it up there, and then I know from all the other social media stuff, it's awesome. Well, we, really, we really appreciate the yeah. support. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nice that people are excited about it seems like it sells out i mean you, i mean not crazy you can get it most of the time but i i know when the new ones come you better get there that day or the next or else it's probably gone yeah we've had good feedback from um from the retail locations about the bombers uh in terms of like where skews are at sales wise and stuff and it's it's tough to keep up you know currently so that's it's a good problem to have though for sure. right yeah. well it's where i mean if you had to you say, you know, if you're looking back from a year ago and say, well, here's where you're going to be in a year, you'd have to be pleased. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. we would have been thrilled. <laughs> yeah. 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 We went from, yeah. you know, two, two spots. So, you know, we launched, we we did a launch party at, at Shakers on the June 12th and then yeah. Red Dog on June 13th. And they're still like our great core customers, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and they'll always have a spot near and dear in our heart. And we always try to take care of them first and foremost. But... Now we're at well over a, do- a dozen different bars and, and liquor stores yeah, and, and over, restaurants. Over you get 15, I think. You pick good spots, too. I mean, you pick the... I, don't, I guess I like all these places, but I mean, I mean, if you go down the list, you see you, see, you have... Well, obviously, for liquor stores, you have Hy-Vee and Herman's and Rudy's, the main spots. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for... But the restaurants, Red Dog Grill, I, I, it's a good place to go. Yeah. And have, especially in the summertime, sitting out on the patio is great. Mm-hmm. Um, you're at Duffy's, obviously Shaker's. Um, a few other places. I mean, Hansel. Bone Buffalo Hayes. I didn't know you were at Hayes. That's new, yeah, right? Bomber, Bomber's doing Hayes. some bombers, bombers at Hayes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. Here, here, and there. Um, and then another place we're really excited about is Uptown. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. they do really. They have good handles there, I and mean, they keep. Yeah, right. they have a good beer down good there. Selection. Yeah, yeah. Cool. and we should be at a few more. Um, yeah, soon. I mean, uh, yeah, can we talk about that or? Yeah, I don't see why not. There's a couple, yeah, a couple places downtown that. Yeah. Prospects. I think that they're probably confirmed. I yeah, guess. I mean, so, so it's just a matter of delivering the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. C two thirty um, is going to be reopening. You know, they had a, they had some issues with uh, they had a fire um, there right. yeah. a while ago, and they've been closed for a while. Um, but they're they're um, we're going to move, move ahead with. With getting them some beer. Um, are you doing bombers there? I don't think they do draft, right? We're gonna do bombers. Yeah, they don't have draft. Um, Perfect. Though. And then there's some other places that we're we're in the, the works with, not completely ironed out with. Okay. Peru? Uh, anywhere in Peru? Anywhere? 
Not yet. Maybe. You don't have to say. You don't have to say. We just did. Hayes is close enough. Throw me a bone. Yeah. (laughs) Hayes and Uptown are are fairly recent, but. Yeah. No, hey, I didn't have. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hayes is. I'm a big fan. Hayes is a good place. Yes, it is. I love that. And that was. No, uh, the whole beer thing. I I remember going there and looking at the beer selection. I was like, wow, they got really good beer. Mm -hmm. So it's like perfect that you guys are there. Can somebody (laughs) give me that bottle? Yeah, this is yeah. thirsty. Yeah. We got we're gassing around a, a, a barrel aged uh, clock out stout. Um, this is my first tasting. I've been ho- ho- holding on to mine for I don't know a month or since it was the day it was released. Um, but I was I had it explained to me that this is one that you could age, but you probably want to drink it. You don't want to put it up for a couple of years or anything, do you? It's better young yeah. because it's a lighter um, stout. It's five point eight percent. So. Uh, we didn't do it in the barrel for too long. It was about three months, enough to give it uh, a little bit of bourbon, kind of vanilla. I get I get a lot of raisin off of it. I, um, yeah. I think it's spectacular. So, I really like it. Well, thank you. Yeah, we just, yeah. But if you put it up, it might lose some of that. Um, so, in the future, we'd like to be doing some barrel aging with some big ten percent imperial styles mm-hmm. and things of that sort. But uh, yeah, it was it was that was the first beer we did off of the new system yeah it was yeah it was. we did a clock out stout and yeah. we took a portion of it and put it in the barrel so we we got the barrel and it's like at a certain point you got to use it or lose it so oh yeah that was the dark we beer it. <laughs> yeah. so how, does, how does one get a barrel i mean when we ordered our new system uh it came from a guy in is it nashville Somewhere in Tennessee. It's somewhere in Tennessee. It, uh, yeah. Is, it, is it a bourbon barrel or is it just a bourbon? It's a bourbon barrel. Okay. So it's Heaven, a Hill? Heaven Hill? Heaven Hill barrel. So, I mean, they own a couple of different brands. So we're not exactly sure what the type of whiskey yeah, or bourbon like that was in there. Boutique, uh, a distillery type place. It's mm-hmm. not right. Especially yeah. down there, I'm sure. Yeah, right, yeah. But it, it came with a system. Um, and the, the thing with barrels is if you don't. If you let them dry out, then the staves will shrink, and then you'll have issues with leakage and sure. things of that sort. So you have to rehydrate them. And uh, because we were kind of, you know, green to bur- to barrel aging, we we're like, well, we don't let this sucker dry out, so let's put a beer in there. So we brewed the clock out and put it in. And good call. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> it turned out fairly good. I think some people have commented that you know it's a little thin. But it's kind of how we designed that beer. It's yeah. it's kind of why we call it the clock out stout. It's it's designed not to be a dinner, you know. It's just something. Yeah, you yeah it's it's, it's drinkable. Than, yeah, it's, yeah, not yeah. chewy or right. When you when you I know when I've cracked the the Goose Island version, and that's what I I mean. That's the one that I think of when I think of bourbon barrel mm-hmm. beer, mm-hmm. Uh, bourbon county. Uh, not that we're opposed to those stuff. Oh, but yeah, I mean, that, we like that stuff too. Those but, I mean. Yeah. That you make that your last if if you're gonna if you're in a, yeah. if you're on a drinking session yeah. that's gonna end it yeah. Yeah. at least from my experience yeah, one way or the other or so find someone yeah. to sh- find find someone to share with yeah. because if you if you get a I mean then now that they they serve them in the bigger bottles it seems like it it'll knock you down oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I had a whole twelve ounce coffee one like two or three years ago it was my first experience with them and I just remember looking over at my wife and being like. Ah, uh, it's time to go home. See you tomorrow. Uh, here's the keys, hon. Uh, ready for bed. <laughs> and it was awesome. It was just too much. I yeah. Think, 12 ounces in a, in a sitting. Yeah, and this one, Although, you know, you should awesome. be able to drink the bomber by yourself. Sure. And, right. And be okay with well, it. Well, and I, I, had I don't share. I probably had five <laughs> or six beers before that. Probably, but you know what I mean? selfish with my bombers. <laughs> You're not into sharing? No, no. They're big. 
So what I brought him, my wife saw him for the first time. She's like, these, those are big. I'm like, yeah. So it's like two beers. <laughs> they call it a bomber. It's perfect size, actually. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, so one thing I wanted to know. So when we were here last time, you know, you hadn't have the, you didn't have the new system yet. So no. What for your uh, production? You know, like how has that changed everything? Like what can you do now versus before? Well, we can, you know, first and foremost, we can brew about three times as much at, at one time. Um, we went from a one barrel to three barrel, and and we bought um, a four head bottle filler so we can fill four bottles um, at a time. And that's, you know, other than that, everything's sort of the same, but different. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all um, the same, but it's all different. It's all the same, but it's all different. Yeah, right. <laughs> makes perfect We sense. scale up so it's more work. It has to be in terms of just the, 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 the grunt work of it, right? A little bit cleaning and the sanitizing and the sure, yeah. Every yeah, everything's more harder because everything's bigger and you know, it's it's not a small fifty gallon pot we can just lift off and clean clean with a scrub brush and dump and rinse out. I mean these things are way too big to, to be doing stuff like that. Yeah. I and I think like Relative to the consumer, it's allowed us to be obviously a much wider variety of, of locations throughout uh, Star Rock Country. I mean, we were at two places on the old system, mm -hmm. and we were able to get um, to have enough um, at some points during the w winter for for Duffy's, and so we had three. But now we're at I think sixteen or seventeen places, so it's just more readily available for folks who are going to dinner, or if you want to go grab some beer and take some home. Which is what I like to do, but I know some people <laughs> don't always want to go out to dinner and stuff. So that's, I mean, I think that's the main thing is just expand the, uh, or ability to get the beer out to the consumer, which is what you're here for. Ultimately, the, yeah, the end that's game. The goal. Yeah. That's the goal. So at what point do you go from being, I, I know I heard the term nano. At what point does it go from nano to I micro? Forget. Do you remember the barrel We're, we're at the cusp. Um, most, most places consider three to three and a half barrels or under to be a nano. Um, there's really not a big distinction between, most people go from three, three and a half to seven, 10, 15. Um, you can get some five barrel breweries, but most of the time, once you make the jump above three, you go from what they would consider a nano to a micro. Okay. To do that, would you, could you do that with your current system or would you have to upgrade again? Well, you know, we could, Double batch. Yeah, we could double batch. We could do it with this system. We couldn't do it with this location. Right. Oh, okay. You know, sure. Yeah. You know, the amount of fermenters we can have in this building is... is what we have. Yeah. Yeah. Static right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm guessing rent's good here. Like, yeah. yeah. Rent is good. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> the landlord is... <laughs> he's a dick. He is... <laughs> he's, he's a kind of handsome, a friendly man. <laughs> 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 if you were here, you would see like the, last year when we came, they had a little rack and they had the three. They were a third of the size, roughly, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Well now yep. this takes up a third of the room, right? And you have your your uh, uh, bright tank, yeah. bright tank carbonation, mm -hmm. that's yeah, all. Miranda, and Miranda. Those are the, the <laughs> boilers or whatever. What is yeah. So so this is the mash tun. That's the hot liquor tank, and this is the boil kettle. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then on the other side of that's the electronic controller for that controls all of it yeah so you, and you were saying when we came in that the smaller system that's now your R&D mm -hmm. facility uh, which happens to be in one of Brian's garage yep. <laughs> um, 
it, it's electric now, so you don't get the heat as much too. So you 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 put some money into the system, obviously. Yeah. 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 I guess that's the other thing that um, is the the temperature controls on the the panel do allow us to control the temperature. They do, yeah. We can we can set temperatures on there and it it just shuts it, off. It, it shuts yeah. elements on and off. And, and before it was all manually controlled. Before it was running profiles, you went tapping on a dial yeah. and turning the burner on and off. And yeah, if you went yeah. too hot, you just had to wait. Yeah. Anybody to who's ever used it uh, like a turkey fryer knows. That yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to blow it up, <laughs> drop that bird. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And probably the other big advantage to having the electric electric system is um, if you have direct fire in here, then you have hundreds of thousands of BTUs of flame in this tiny building yeah. in the yeah. middle of the summer. Uh, you know, it would get so I mean, hot. It's like a New Delhi summer. Our thermostat yeah. yeah. goes to ninety nine, and it gets you know it's with the there. old system. It's at ninety nine and like a half an hour of brewing. Yeah, and now you know it it's not like that, that anymore, awesome. which is great. Nice for us. Good for yeah. Yeah. yeah, for the working stooges. <laughs> it's a lot more efficient too because you have the elements inside the kettle, so it, it directs all of that heat onto the water or whatever it is that you're uh, heating up. Yeah, I think that overall the product is probably, it's, I think it's probably, not that it was inconsistent before, but it's probably more consistent now. It's it's easier to make it yeah. more consistent. Mm -hmm. um, there's just less variables. Mm -hmm. Yep. And being able to get something coming from a lab background, like being able to, can, anything that, if you can put it on a, if you can put it on a panel like that, yeah. and just dial it in and know, I mean, you probably could check it too if you needed to, but man, that's that's just the convenience yeah. of that. It's gotta be worth it. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, we can set the panel and do something else and not have to babysit well, a, a dial, yeah, you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. And you're still bottling by hand, you're still capping by hand, all yep. those bombers are hand labeled, hand labeled, hand capped, the whole deal. Yeah. Appreciate that, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, Every haven't single a, one. I have not seen a single label askew, so. You must not be oh, looking very hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably true. There, there's definitely been some askew yeah. ones. Tor towards the end of labeling day, the quality control and the straightness of the label goes, goes out down. the window pretty quick. <laughs> so the I can see that being a future. Uh, I'm sure it's not cheap, but a future enhancement would be the uh, Radium City logo on your cap. Oh, that would be, yeah. be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, I only say that because I collect all my beer bottle caps. Oh, do you? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh. So there's a little selfish intention. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You got right. me. You oh, called man. me out. Well, people collect bottles. I don't know if I know anybody that keeps the cap. Oh, so God. I suppose they probably keep the cap. Like I've got box. boxes. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. And, well, the, the, the goal, one of these days, I'm going to, like, you know, make some sort of a plaque. Large it's, it's plaque. It's a cool bar top kind of yeah. thing, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. so. I've seen people do the labels, yeah. So you guys have, um, over the last year, you've released a lot of new beer. So now, you know, one year in, you got something new in store for everybody? Something that you can kind of, uh, you know, grease our palms with? Yeah, yeah, yeah we um, always do. We're we're Go ahead. we're trying to you know come up with new new beers and, and new styles. Um, I guess a lot of these are are based on some of our stuff that we did years and years uh, of home brewing and developing recipes. But uh, probably the newest beer that we have coming out. Um, and it's kind of hearkening back to. There you, there you go. Wait, 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 wait. wait who's gonna Who's gonna do this one? Here, I'll do it right in the mic. Here, see if you can hear that. 
That's a good one. one. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. So anyways, the newest beer that we have coming out, and as I'm saying this, I'm actually giving myself a little sample off of our bright tank. That's what I was hoping for. Next um, well, we can make that happen. <laughs> so, so they got a, they got a beer in the in the. Uh, Keep forgetting the word bright tank. The bright tank. Yeah. That's where it gets its uh, bubbles. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Scientific way of putting uh, it. Yeah. Thank you. I am a lab guy. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're, but we're trying it before it's it's been totally. Uh, yeah, it's not carbonated. Carbonated. Yeah. yeah. It was just yeah, it was just transferred yesterday. So we're still cold crashing and carbonating, but uh, this beer is kind of a circular as far as our our origin story. So when we first launched. We wanted to launch with a beer called Pale Peel that we had, um, it was it was an APA that we had put uh, grapefruit zest in and we were pretty excited about. And then we found out that we needed a separate set of approval through the Tax and Trade Bureau, which is the federal governing body for all the, uh, all the beer that's sold commercially to consumers. And uh, that got the kibosh. So we're like, well, what do we do? So um, we kind of winged it and- uh, Bumped it. We didn't dump it. We just we just put a uh, uh, a crap load of hops in there, and it turned out really well. And that was the fashion we late, and and now a year later, um, we've kind of renamed it, rebranded it. The recipe is pretty similar, except for there's a little bit more hops in the in the dry it's hop. A, it's, it's slightly different, but yeah. yeah. So did we try yeah. that one last year? I think we did, right? No. Oh, what? I mean, no, I don't know. You guys had the, the fast made late, so it was the okay, it was the version of this that didn't have the grapefruit peels. That didn't peel. have the grapefruit peels. All right. Yeah. So anyways, that beer is named Infinite Zest. Yep. Um, and that should be out later this week. Should be out Friday. Yep. Cross your fingers. It's our pseudo anniversary beer. Yeah, it's oh, just nice. I, it's uh, it'll be I think the tenth beer to be out in bombers. So for every, anybody wow, for all man. those uh, hardcore Ivy Pod listeners, you heard it first. <laughs> Go to the store on Friday. Yeah. Well, t- keep a lookout on Twitter. If, you know, if you're wherever your local place is, I know Herman's is really good. Rudy's is too. Yeah. About they when are. they when they debut, when you guys bring the beers in, they're mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna post it. Follow you guys on Twitter too, because you'll you'll guys put it out. Yeah. And it'll let you know. I mean, if it's not out Friday, it'll be out later on. They yeah. got to get it. They got to get it all bottled. You wouldn't. I mean, it's it's a lot of labor. So, but yeah, I'm cool. looking forward I'm to excited. it. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It'll be out. And then we did just do an R and D batch on another APA called Dragon Vulture. Um, it's just sort of a hop forward APA that I think we decided is is good enough. It's a go. It's, it's a, a go. go. Yeah. So that'll yeah. probably be in the mix here pretty soon. Yeah. What's that called? Uh, Dragon Vulture. Dragon Vulture. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like going into the uh, three Floyd sort of naming. We kind of hardcore. It's not. It's yeah. I don't know. Well, they, it's they, not they, as you know, it's not as we dust. And right, it's not as metal as theirs. Yeah. 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 It's got kind of like a great way to describe it. Not a nerdy fantasy twinge right. to it, but yeah, we kind of decided that our label, like our names, should be. I don't know, as weird as possible at some point during the last year, just yep. because a lot of breweries already have used all the creative puns. Yes. Sure. Anyone at this table, at least including us, I mean, could, we couldn't, we're not that creative, so. No. There's just going to be a lot of weird stuff, and sure. we kind of, like, the way we describe things now, we just kind of, like, create a narrative for the weird name, and... Just leave it at that. Run with it. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it though. It's yeah. kind of cryptic and, and obscure and hopefully funny. Probably yeah. just weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's a basic person go, huh, I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I sit there at the, always at the liquor store, well, reading every bottle. I'm like, hmm, this well, sounds interesting. I, I love <laughs> the spaceman like, moniker like that. Yes, that, the spaceman. Yeah. Yeah. And so how does... How does that, you know, because there's this whiteboard and blackboard, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, like both of us, I'm a huge fan of the blackboard. I think easily my favorite of all your beers. Um, so, I like the red. Too. How, how, <laughs> what's the difference? Like, because like the they're the same name, so I figured there's a, there's a, there's some similarities. There's a lot of similar hops used in both of them, and they're both kind of hop forward beers. Um, so, the whiteboard is an APA. Um, but it's uh, it's lighter. It's like five two percent, um, and it's it's hoppy. I think it's five eight. Is it five eight? I think so. We can arm check. wrestle for it. We don't <laughs> need to be an asshole. Can we check? Or arm wrestles? Arm wrestling is more entertaining. But oh, there's one up here. Check out. Check out. There you go. No. <laughs> no. Brian's right. It's five eight. I misspoke. Um, Adam but, walked from one end of the brewery to the other. That's the way. Yeah, that's how long it took him from one end of the brewery. Um, he took so a lap. I'm going I can't find it. <laughs> we found it. Um, <laughs> five eight. Yeah, it's five eight. It's it's pretty hot forward. Um, not necessarily really um, bitter. Um, and then with the blackboard, we kind of took the same moniker of that, except for we. We added some some malt that gave it some color and maybe not necessarily a ton of roast. There's a little bit of roastiness to it, so it's it's like a black IPA, but we tongue in cheek called it a double black American pale ale, mm -hmm. which is kind of a misnomer. I mean, it's, it's a double. Uh, yeah, it's a double. It's eight and, and a half. It's eight and a half. So it's, yeah, that's eight and a half percent. So it's um, just the the notion of it being like a a, a black APA. A black the, the idea that American <laughs> like, pale could be—it's a little overly pretentious. Yeah, yeah. Thing Which on our adds part, to the whatever. humor of the, yeah. the whole process. Well, I just—I love the color of it too. I mean, just like when I poured it in the glass the first time, I'm just like, ooh, wow, that's yeah. Put hair on your chest. Yeah, And then I was surprised because when I when I saw the color and the you know the darkness of it and then tasted it. To me, it was lighter than I, lighter flavor yeah. than I expected. Yeah. No, yeah. It's very drink. It's drinkable for yeah. what it is. Really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's one where I, I take a sip and I go, "Wow, yeah, that's good." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a sign to be. I, I get excited. Take another sip. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> so that's yeah that that um that makes me think of like the one thing I wanted to mention is like, and this is uh you know, obviously we're big fans, but this is sort of you know it's where we are right now with the craft beer whole thing i mean 10 years ago this you know it wasn't like this and then you know uh clayton and i went on the hard hat tour at new glarus about nice. eh, seven years ago maybe and that was like i think for me my first exposure to like good craft yeah you know, good craft beer sure. and we can go from then beers, that so. point on you know whenever i traveled to wisconsin or even if somebody i knew was going to wisconsin he was like can you bring me back some new glarus mm -hmm. beer yeah. but now with it, it not, it's not saying I'm not a fan of Nuclear. It's still one of my favorite beers out there. All their stuff. I love all their stuff. But now, because it, it, you, beer, your guys' beer and just the just the plethora of awesome craft beer, it's like we're in a good time. It's basically, you know, it's, it's, it's a renaissance. It's, 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 it's not that, um, that Nuclear. For me, that was kind of like the big deal. Yeah, it's kind of a aha little, moment. Yeah, <laughs> and then, but now it's not as big of a deal as it once was. Like if somebody's heading to Wisconsin and it's like, it's like, yeah, well, I got plenty of good stuff here to choose from now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and we're lucky for that. And so and you guys are helping us out. <laughs> right. 
how hard is it to, to I mean, without to not, try not to mimic, but to be original as like a, to to come up with to try to unique flavors. I mean, do you get ins- I mean, obviously you're inspired by other things and go, you know, we should try to. I mean, I would find myself going, I'm gonna try to make something like that. It's like without doing like a complete carbon copy of it. Yeah. Well, also trying to expand on it or, or, or do it differently, but the same is, you know what I mean? It's tricky, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, it's yeah. it's like we even just talked about the names. Mm-hmm. Um, even coming up with an original name is proven to be somewhat tricky because yeah. you hear a lot sure. about litigation. Yeah. Just yeah. getting to the name of the breweries is being hard mm-hmm. for some companies. Sure. Um, I, I heard one where they're getting sued by, uh, I think, Bells. Yeah, there's a little microbrewery in, in North Carolina that's having some legal trouble just based on their name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hear all this and you go, oh, golly. I mean, the, the, even the, the little guys are getting big mm-hmm. and, and then the squabbling. But and then when you come down to the, you break it down to the flavors and the, then the different, you know, obviously styles and bottles and names. Um, it's got to be a little bit tricky because it, it's, uh, it's almost like a comedian where there's only so many ways to tell a certain joke and premises that's how you could look at beer, right? Like there's only so many premises. You have all these different styles. And, and, and what do you guys do? How do you figure that? I mean, what? how do you decide? We're gonna try to do, you did like an ESB, like a, a bitter, right? Mm-hmm. Or you do a, you know, stuff like that. I mean, what, what is your, do you just go by what you think is gonna? The pump. Uh, <laughs> that's what it is. That's yeah. what we can't turn on. <laughs> Sounds like a cell phone, right? Yeah, it's not a cell phone. No, it, it, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, we're always trying to stay, you know, creative, and we're, you know, we're all pretty up to date. I think on, on things that are going on you in, guys are in like the beer good industry. Tasters too. I mean, I think, I, I know I've seen your you you drink an unbelievable amount of beer, at least on Untapped. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Clayton, that's research. That's part of R and D. That's just we're working. we're having an intervention next <laughs> Friday. <laughs> well, I, my assumption is that he's sampling these bottles. He's not actually drinking the whole thing. Sure. Most uh, of those are tasters. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's awesome because you 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 do a ton of tasting. Adam, I'm talking to. You. Uh, yeah, I I just I marvel. I go, gosh, like, I, I, how do you even keep them straight? And then how do you bring that into your own I think, recipes? I think all of our years of, of brewing, we've kind of learned what ingredients do what, um, and know like kind of what they lend to this beer and what this hop lends to that beer. So when we maybe we garner inspiration from a beer that we tried, we said, well, that's really good. Um, and then you say, well, what kind of what do you think is in there? And that's kind of a fun thing for us to say is like we'll sip it and say. I think there's a little bit of Maris Hotter malt in there, or, or what do you think the hop bill is? And kind of guess at it and say, well, you know, can we, you know, do something that's on that same vein, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, You're inspired sometimes, right? Sure. So, yeah. 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 I mean, I think just like any any band would have sort of a foundation of taste based on the stuff they listen to and then sort of extrapolate their own sound and, and, and musical. Uh, uh, tastes or, or sound or whatever um, you know it's kind of like that I mean we all know what we like we're still learning and you know still picking up new instruments and stuff like that but um, I mean y- you know our palates are probably you know still growing and maturing yeah. we're open to new stuff you know yeah, we like cool. we, we're craft beer <clears throat> enthusiasts first and foremost I mean we love going to breweries and trying new stuff and Mm-hmm. Like oh what did they do there and and we've been fortunate to be able to talk to some brewers and stuff like that because you know because of this endeavor so yeah. you put the work in to get the privilege though yeah. it's earned in yeah, a way the, the brewing community is great and yeah, it's, yeah, it's unlike any really other open. community really like and and some folks don't get it and and uh, 
it's just there's a lot of collaboration and, and a lot of uh, bouncing ideas back and forth and most people most brewers open other brewers with open arms into their places and and, uh, and businesses and, and let them you know take a look and go behind the scenes and and even even home brewers in Starved Rock Country in Ottawa or LaSalle Peru there's a lot of super talented people oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. who make really great fucking beer I mean you know I mean some of the stuff down at Moralfest was I would have been super proud to have made that myself <laughs> yes. you know yeah. so to get out there I, I hadn't gone so. oh really yeah, yeah no you yeah, should definitely you there's some really there. really talented people around making some really really good beer um, I think a lot of it's just as good if not better than some of the commercial stuff nice um, so I think just talking to people and you know keeping an open open mind on what's going on you know kind well, of thing. and speaking of the collaboration you guys are working with you did a little you did a beer with Tangled Roots that's yep. mm-hmm. right yep. I heard it yeah. was five guys too many five too many or <laughs> five, something five, 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 too, many. five yeah. too many yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's been released yet or I got this Wine Fest this weekend okay. there. Yeah. so that's another new one and that's that's been you guys that one was actually brewed in the small system that they have at the Tangled Roots yep. uh, if you go there they have that little room off to the mm-hmm. side in the tasting room is yep. that what they call the tasting room? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so they have a, a Ruby system, which is the same thing we had for their pilot system. So we went over there and brewed with them on that to do a test batch. And then now they, we've done a full run with them on their big system as well. Um, so that'll be out at, at Wine Fest. It's um, about a week and a half out. No, that's, no. that's this weekend. This Friday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Friday, Friday, Friday. <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> shameless self promotion. Yeah. That's, that's, that's uh, what? The uh, 10th? 10th, 11th, and 12th. Yeah. Okay, yeah. right on. June 10th, 11th, and 12th. And, yeah. and uh, that. I had it. Never mind. I lost my train. Yeah, so I get. What was the, the joke was, I think, as we were standing no, around trying to. Come up with a come name. Up come up with a name slash brew. I mean, it, it's such a small system that there was there was you know the three of us and and their brewers Louie and and Steve and and Mike and uh, there was just a lot. There were like five of us always sitting around like doing nothing. Right. <laughs> well, one person did some part of the brewing process, so we just ended it's like, up like like tag yourselves in like a yeah yeah. yeah. It was a lot. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's just. A lot of looking at each other, like, "Hey, how are you?" <laughs> yeah, so yeah. five, five, five too many. many. Yeah, which as actually is kind of a pun in a way, yeah. right? Yeah, it is sure. a little bit. Yeah, it, it has a, a couple. So the, the humor of it, I enjoy. So yeah, I look for it. Then that's a hopped wheat, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a hoppy, it's a hoppy wheat. Yeah. Well, they're 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 all we really like the guys down there. Yeah, um, you know, from the top um, down, they've been really good to us, Scott and Keith and. You guys had a tap. You had the guest handle. Yeah, we've had yeah. a couple times. We've Sold been out there. quick, I heard. Guest tap, yeah, which that was very cool of them. I don't know that anyone else has been in there, so that was that was nice yeah. of them, and um, they they're they're really the reason we're able to be at Wine Fest. Um, so we definitely appreciate that, and and Louie and Steve and Mike are a lot of fun to sit around and and, and drink some beer with and and, yeah. and brew beer with. So yeah, they're awesome. they're cool guys. I, you know what? I think we uh, at this point we should take a short break. I think short it's a good break idea. sounds like yeah. a great idea. All right, yeah. cool. That way I can make sure we actually recorded all that. So, yeah. <laughs> so all right, we'll be right back. Redo. Redo. Yeah. We can have to start over again. That was good.
it's a cool way to remember. People it. like to bitch. Uh-huh. People do yeah. enjoy. There's haters everywhere. It's like yeah. internet. Uh, I can go on Trolls. about that. It's just this yeah. people just hate on everything on the internet. It's so over the top. But uh, yeah, we should start back. Yeah. We'll keep that. That's good stuff. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. 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 All right. So we are back. We had to take a. It was a bathroom break slash mm-hmm. fill up slash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get some air. Anyway, we're back, and um, oh, as a quick aside, I have to, because I was going to mention it during our intro, but I have to send a shout-out, because I hope he's listening, Mike from Ivy Small Talk, the other uh, podcast in the Illinois Valley, uh, Star Rock Country. They get, they record I, actually out of uh, the Audio Out studios, and um, they're down and out for now because Mike had a pretty serious accident. So I want to send a shout-out to him because they do a great show. You know, we've been, we haven't been recording for a long time, and they've been just like... They're every week they yep. put out a new show, so it's like they, they do a great job, and so I, I do wish Mike well. I hope he gets back soon and they get up and running. Um, and yeah, so now coming back, uh, so I have to ask the question because right before we went to break, uh, we were talking about some of your collaboration with Tangled Roots. Um, so amongst some of your fans, you know, so I'm as a voice of the fans, uh, I have to ask the question. There's concern that maybe you could eventually maybe get bought out and not... I guess the question is, are you guys going to stay independent and, and be your own company and, and go into the future making Radium City for the next 100 years? <laughs> I think I think we can unequivocally say there's not an investor stupid enough to, <laughs> yeah. to invest in us. When I turned down the call from AB InVev... Yeah, yeah, I mean they Bud called Budweiser last week. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, <laughs> and then I fielded one from Sap Miller the week before. Yeah, that's yeah. right, so, you did. Um, no, no, we're no. this is just <laughs> yeah. this is us. This is our baby. We're it's still a baby. Yeah, it's still, it's still baby. a baby. We're uh, we're incubating to use the term from one of our favorite people. Yeah. Um, rich. Yeah, rich. Um, just learning to walk. We're just, yeah. yeah, we're just learning to walk. I mean, we're, it's like a crusty three-man punk band. I mean, we wouldn't, you know, we don't. Not looking to sell out. No, we really home. enjoy no. having control over it. I mean, it's bad enough we have to fight with each other all the time. But trying that's to fight with a money. Too. It yeah. is, but trying to fight with like a money man or something would be, it's just antithetical to what the whole thing's about for no. us. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. No, that, that's great to hear. That. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, like, I, I say that genuinely because, you know, like when um, at High V and in the alcohol department, we're just looking over beers and start talking with people about sure. beer and other fellow Radium City drinkers, uh, Dom over at High V, shout out to you. Um, yeah, we we, we like have Dom. our we have our concerns, you know. So we have to, I have <laughs> sure. I have the platform here, so I have to ask the question. The public is asking. <laughs> so all right, I appreciate that. We'd like That's to awesome. squash, squash the rumor. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. You guys think there's there's value in our humble little thing, but yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> good, awesome. That's great. No, it's good, good, good. All right, good deal. All right. Um, so, oh, I wanted to ask you guys. I mean, I'm. I mean, do you guys struggle at all with your day jobs? I mean, of course, you don't want to, if your day job bosses are listening, you know, turn the mics off. But um, <laughs> is this difficult to manage the both you know, now that you've I grown think, so much? It's not really, I don't think the day job suffers. I think it's just, you know, sometimes 
we might not get beer out a week because right. we have personal things going on in the evenings or whatever, and we can't just be out here. So that stuff is is frustrating because we want to get beer out, you know, every week to you know every week and a half or whatever. So um, it's just yeah, it's there's a lot of. There's a lot of time management, a lot of sacrifices. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. I yeah. mean, we, I mean, our weekends are spent right here. 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 Yeah. Our nights are spent uh, with that bottle filler sitting on the shelf, yeah. um, putting caps, filling bottles, and putting labels on them. That's that's what we do at night. Yeah. After our day jobs are done. Yeah. 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 And and certainly, you know, vacation days are used for things other than vacationing. <laughs> vacation. <laughs> it's just you know, come out here and, and working and stuff. So. But, yeah. yeah, we've been able to manage, and I think yeah. we've been successful at it. So we were talking in the break about, you know, when we were taking our break, we were talking a little bit about, you know, the bombers and the way that that can spread the word about your beer. I mean, uh, what have you guys seen for, you know, penetrating beyond the, the local area? Is it, it, is it starting it, to get out there a little yeah, bit? Yeah, it's, it's been a good reception. And, you know, when we talked to you guys a year ago, um, we were kind of a little bit hesitant about bombers and feasibility and and, uh, and being able to put those out economically on our scale. And uh, we were lucky enough to find some some partners and distributors to work with to where we could make it feasible for us to to put out our beer, uh, you know, in in bomber form. And uh, I think that that's like twofold for us. So it's great because it allows the local population to go to their local. Uh, Bar or liquor store. Can I just say, and I I know you just, I don't want to interrupt you, but like, just, there's really no distributors, but I mean, just we found retail locations within the area. I just didn't want anyone to think that we've like. No, we just no, we distribute everything ourselves. Yeah, we're self-distributors. The distributors are us. Yeah, we are the distributors. But we've found different liquor stores, local, sorry, liquor stores around the area. Sorry, oh. I, I just didn't want to be confused. No, yeah. So not to be confused, we're not using. I'm a distributor. We're self-distributing all of our beer, um, and uh, the great thing about it is it allows local people who don't want to go out for dinner or whatever to be able to go into Herman's or Hy-Vee or, or Rudy's and, and take some RCB home with them. And then it's also kind of like trickled out into different marketplaces and, you know, certain people are, are uh, it's, it's making its way up in Chicago, uh, you know, down south, like St. Louis area. Some people are trading for it. Nice. Um, so it's, it's really cool to see some of the feedback that we've gotten from markets outside of our immediate market. Um, and it's been overwhelmingly positive from from what I've from mm-hmm. what we've gathered. Um, so so that's been a really positive thing with with the bombers. Um, I, yeah, and I think for us with the bombers, like when someone in St. Louis or the East Coast or something tries our beer, it loses the beer itself loses the context of like it's been brewed locally, and these guys are like yeah. from around here. They're you, like you lose the hometown. Yeah. Uh, the whole bias, favorite, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so the bias, right? And you know, we've been beat up a little bit every once in a while, but for the most part, the the, the reception's been, you know, overwhelmingly positive. And it's I think it's nice for us to know that nobody, you know, somebody with no <clears throat> skin in the game, so to speak, has, uh, you know, they don't have any vested interest in us. It's just whether or not the beer is any good, which ultimately is what Wait, it's all about. What it's all about, right? Yeah, yeah. and you guys are lucky too. Or like we we talked about earlier. I don't know if it was when we recording. We're in, in a, at a craft room renaissance, right? And there's <clears throat> social media. You have Untapped, mm-hmm. uh, Beer Advocate. I think Untapped probably the overwhelmingly the favorite mm-hmm. of, yeah. of the people, the drinkers. And, and you guys score well. Um, 
it, it, those numbers take them for what they are. I mean, mm-hmm. you could you could handicap them however you wish, however you want. But if you were to come out with a subpar product, I think it would be shown. Yep. And you really yeah. you haven't had a, a dud per se yet. So I think that's that's got to be a, a feather in the cap, and it just gives you that motivation to just keep pushing forward and keep innovating, uh, as you say, uh, incubating. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's a vindication for yeah. what we're trying to do. Um, to to see those reviews being pretty positive and yeah. and you know on the higher level of the scale, um, especially after releasing bombers and you yeah. know like we were talking on the bombers, not just being in Ottawa, being in Yorkville and Naperville and you know people that don't know anything about us and how big we are or anything like that, you know. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been good. There's all it's kinds of new people out there trying craft beer for the first time too. So <laughs> there's a lot of folks out there that don't know the style of beers that they like. You that's know? true. And, yeah, and so sometimes people could unfavorably, you know, maybe grade a beer if, if for whatever it's worth. And it's that's not their style, and that's what I'm finding yeah. for me personally. Yeah, is yeah. like I know certain styles appeal to me. I, I'm not uh, a double IPA guy. Like I'm not. A, I don't need it to be a hopped up mess. I, I like a smooth like good american pale ale with that uh, zest you know mm-hmm. um and, and and i don't I, I don't need anything that's super fancy and, and i think that some people haven't figured out what style of beer that they go for yeah because it's, it's, new. That, it's yeah. new to everybody i mean right. this whole thing is everything right. about everybody well, 10 years ago or up you know, right. budweiser sam adams might be the best you get yeah. i mean which is good beer but that was it um but i i give your beer <coughs> For Christmas presents and stuff, I'm seriously. I mean, I, I and, and I found some people are very honest. Were they like, mean to you? you know, no, no, no. Seriously, yeah. Like Christmas time, I was giving out. I, I bought a bunch, and I was Me giving too. out as presents. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. But it was interesting because some people would be like, "Yeah, I, I didn't really like this one so much, but I like that one a lot." So it was kind of cool. I kind of make mental note. Okay, he's an IPA guy. Right. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. He doesn't know it, but he's an IPA guy. Right. Yeah. Like I turned my father-in-law into like darker beers. He's like, I just you know I don't want to. They fill me up and you know I, I the Guinness. That's just I don't even I've never tried it. it. Just looks way too dark. It's like, oh come on, yeah at least just try it. It's really no, not, it no, it's not at all. It's actually <laughs> kind of sessionable, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. for a draft, right? You're not drinking the extra stout. Mm-hmm. And he and now all of a sudden he's buying himself four packs of the Tall Boys and and now he's into your radium the, the radium city uh, clock out style. Yeah. I'm like I, and it was just he just needed that nudge. Mm-hmm. It was like, "Oh, you now you know that you actually do like these stouts and and they're not intimidating. Just cuz it, it's dark doesn't mean right. it's going to sit heavy." Right. And it's it's kind of fun to watch people sort of their tastes evolve too. And I know personally certain beers that I had 5 years ago don't taste the same to me now. My palate is sort of developed and I mean you guys got you guys are really good tasters and, and you know what you're looking for and so trying to uh, uh, appeal to across the masses is um, it's got to be tricky and it's like any, any any artist if you will like you, you, you sort of your baby goes out there and you just feel vulnerable and yep. you just hope sure. that the people like it mm-hmm. and, and that can, uh, the anxious the anxiousness of to, to putting yourself out there like that has got to be somewhat See, stressful my- my problem is I, I, I can taste these beers and I can taste if I like them or not. But like if you say, I'll, sometimes people will be like, oh, I can taste grapefruit or I can taste this or that. I'm like, I, I can't taste it, but I like it. Um, and that's good. <laughs> it may not but be able to explain it. I, and, I, and, I, and also with certain beers. you don't beers, have to articulate and like over analyze analyze it, it to enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. You don't have to be pretentious about one, it. I, I sometimes, yeah, I've, I have it hard. Like I know, and, and Adam does have a really refined palate, but... 
sometimes like when he'll say, I taste notes of raisin, I will roll my eyes. I mean, and, and that's not that it's true. It's not that he's wrong. And, and I, I get what he's saying. And sometimes I'll listen and taste it and say, like, oh, maybe I do pick that up. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with just enjoying good beer. You yeah. know, without... I find certain beers certain times a day, like. Yeah. Sometimes time of year, time of year, seasonal, yeah. seasonal beer. What you're eating, I mean, it all yeah, yeah effect. right. Mm-hmm. What you're cooking at that mm-hmm. time, as mm-hmm. you saw, I posted a picture uh, as I was yeah. camping, breakfast beer. cooking breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it was a breakfast beer when I was camping. It was some passing time, I think. Nice, um, awesome. Uh, well, last time we were here, we asked you about. Disaster stories, and you told us <laughs> you told us a fun story. Yeah. So, anything new this over the last oh, year? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah some, we, we got always some. got some stuff going on here that's not good. No, no explosions. Didn't anything out? No. You know, you know, with our new system, everything was new. It wasn't. It, it, it's the same. It's bigger, but it's different. So, like, um, you know, when when we get done boiling our wort. You, you, you know, the idea in the brewing process is to cool it to 68 degrees as quick as possible on the way to the fermenter. And, um, you know, with our first couple brews, usually, you know, in the old system, it would be, what, an hour? Maybe? Yeah. It, was, it was 45 45 minutes. minutes. We couldn't. It took so long to transfer it from there, from the boil kettle to the fermenter while being cool you know you cool it on the way there we have plate and frame heat exchangers that cool it and the first time I think it took us four hours to to cool it you gotta go from 212 to 7 or 68 212 to 68 in one pass right Um, and and you know that was super. I discuss. can't visualize that. Like so, what? What? I mean, I know people at home who are mm-hmm. listening to this. Sure. They have no idea what we're talking about. Sure. <laughs> Sitting here, I. So where where does that physically have to happen? Like uh, you're so, talking about hooking pipes up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just kind of describe it. So over there, if you want to. Yeah. So. I mean, I know so we'll go from from this kettle, and um. It, you know, we hook up. He's grabbing a bucket, everybody. I have a bucket. <laughs> He's got that. How do we do it? It's not part of the process. <laughs> well, you know, we, we hook up cold water hoses in it, and the cold water, it doesn't touch the warm beer, but there's plates separating. It's a heat exchanger. It's, it's a, a heat exchanger. And, um, that's it. Okay. Oh. So, so cold water comes in, boiling beer goes in, and... Cold beer goes out and warm water goes out. He just out. pulled out a heavy box with inlets and outlets. <laughs> and it's and a heat exchanger. steel plates on there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's and a heat exchanger. It's it, and it took, oh man, the first time we brewed on it, it was... It was three to four hours. It was very discouraging. And I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Dennis had like a family like I dinner did, going yeah. on and like... My brother Clint, it was his birthday or something. Yeah, his mom and dad somewhere. like peeking into the brewery like, what are these idiots doing? Yeah, they came, they came in the brewery yeah. and they're like, so are you going to meet us here? Yeah. And we're like... We're all miserable. Death look. Yeah, yeah, we're like, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> this is not going well. Um, so yeah, that's that's definitely one. But we've we've sorted that out yeah. since yeah. then. Probably the, probably the next best disaster story is um so our pump system yeah you guys can't see it at home listening but we have a couple of pumps mounted on our brewing sculpture here and uh <coughs> they're uh polysulfylene pumps which is the fancy term of saying they're high temperature plastic and they're meant for high temperatures so 
we use these to transfer wort and do all of our pretty much move all the liquids throughout the brewery and uh, I am the very uh, egregious uh, perpetrator of breaking he breaks things things. (laughs) so I broke two pump heads Um, probably the the most uh, intense was we were in the process of transferring a beer into the fermenter and uh, I literally went to move a hose off of like a like a tote uh, it wasn't a, a big move, and there was a lot of stress put on the certain portion of the pump, and it broke. And next thing you know, while still running, while still running, this pump, uh, which puts out 17 gallons per minute, which is will shoot wort That's a lot. 30 feet into the air, is hit spraying me directly in the face. Yeah. There's probably some drops and in the there's ceiling. There's still some drops in the ceiling. At a significant um, temperature, mind you. Yeah, yeah at, at 200, 200 degrees. degrees. Um, and uh, I looked at Brian, and he looked at me. I ran over to the brewing panel and hit what I thought would turn the pump off. That wasn't the right pump. Then <laughs> I hit the other thing that turned the pump off. And then we kind of looked at each other, and nobody said anything for like... 36 to 37 seconds. Yeah. Very long <laughs> seconds. Like five I'm paranoid enough as it is, and, and I was doing something else, and then just out of my periphery, I saw a fountain of like golden hot liquid showering the ceiling, and I I was concerned for my friend's well being, and I was just kind of frozen. I didn't really know what to do or what was going to happen but fortunately Adam <laughs> moved over and got the thing stopped but it was contained and to harken back to our first podcast this is not our current brewing practice right no, yeah. we operating <laughs> procedures nice. uh, none of that beer was it was scraped off the ceiling and sent to market or yeah <laughs> but a little bit of a setback yeah, yeah, there have been yeah. some setbacks do you guys keep spare parts on hand now do you know we do now we do yeah. now yeah. Yeah. yeah cool yeah you never know. You release a special brew that's like labeled the ceiling. Ceiling yeah. brew. Yeah. People might go for it. They probably, yeah, you never know. All right. Awesome. Actually, if I don't, if, if you don't mind, I would mind. John's Do you want some more? Uh, yeah, that yeah, infinite yeah. zest. Yeah, I would appreciate that. That's the new one. You can't capture that. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm taking advantage of the podcast yeah, duties here. Yeah, n- never, never seen by the public before. Right, yeah, and John's just... Hastily drinking it. I, I would, uh, and I will tell everybody that you should get this. It's yeah. very good. We'll push sales for you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, do you guys have you tried any uh, outside of your own brews? Uh, is there been any good beers that you've tried within the last six months, year that that have have really tickled your fancy and went, wow, okay, that's something different now. Uh, is that something you know? Anything that that you know really know, inspired you, maybe? Wow. Is that a? I know. I know. It's like asking a dad to pick his favorite child. Yeah, Yeah, that is. No, outside of your own, but I'm not going to ask you which one of your beers is your favorite. Yeah, right. I'm I'm reaching for my phone right now. Yeah, right. No, like we we talked about sour beers when we first got here. I remember we talked about that last year, and I I had said last year that I had not gone down that, you know, road yet, and I did. Within last year, I've I've sampled a ton of them. I'm a fan. I found a few that I really, really like, and 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 I was happy that that you yeah, you spoke so fondly. I was like, okay, now this is something I need to try, and it made me sort of expanded my horizons as to what I'm willing to try in, in beer, which is basically anything. I, I, I gotta ask, you know, 
Yeah, you know, you know Shakers, over the weekend, last weekend, Shakers had a daisy or a half-acre tap takeover, and they had um, Galactic Double Daisy Cutter. I, I saw was, I saw some people reviewed that yeah, on, uh, yeah. on Captain. And what was the... Um, Who makes that? Half-acre out of Chicago. Chicago. And um, they just started getting distribution here within the last yeah, three yeah, months, right? Yeah, now. yeah. So you can get it down fantastic. to Hermit Street. Yeah, it is. Right. I had the Valhalla, and it, that's a solid brew. Yeah. That's one of, my, one of my favorites. Yeah. Is it? That's one of my favorites. Yeah, they had that on tap. Yeah, they, they had Coho. Uh, Coho. They had Coho. Vallejo. What, what, what style of beer was Coho? Pills? Kolsch. Kolsch, yeah. It was but Kolsch. I think it was. Was it a hoppier Kolsch? It was, yeah, yeah. a hoppier Kolsch. Yeah. But um, yeah, some of those beers were and um, anything I have from Half Acre is usually really good. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Uh, Pipeworks, Pipeworks is also Works. killing it. And where's that at? Chicago. 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 They're kind of like they're kind of our muse a little bit because For sure. they only do bombers. They just started doing cans. Uh, they don't have a tap room, uh, and they kind of proved the viability of a brewery to do small. They started off on like a three and a half barrel system. This was. Four or five years ago, I think they were founded in 2011 or something like that, um, and they they proved their merit on the validity of how good the beer was. Um, you know, they weren't sucking people into their tap room and eating food and stuff like that. It was just all distribution, and they still don't have a tap room. But uh, yeah, I just had Lupine by them. Yeah, I had a bomber that last week, and some friends from Chicago brought it down. It was yeah. incredible. So it's one of the best. Pipeworks Brewery, so that's another Chicago. Yeah, Pipeworks is great okay. if you can. And that's hard to get. I mean, around here. in Ottawa, yeah, in Oswego South or anything like that, you can find yeah, Ontario has it up at uh, yeah. Yeah, you, Vineyard Liquors. Vineyard, vineyard yeah. Liquors and in Plano. Plano has it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Vineyard Liquors. So, okay, really that's a good one. Like just so. in general, like basically anything they're coming out with, give it a whirl. Yep. Give it a whirl. Yeah, yeah, I had a bad. Everything I've had. Half acre, obviously. Like, I mean, Daisy Cutter was one of those like reaffirming like for for craft beer people. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this what is my American fa- pale. What kind of facility would that? I mean, what what do you need to have where you could do cans? I mean, something bigger than this. Yeah, that's why I <laughs> figure canning I mean, line. But you know what? They make smaller canning lines. Um, people do mobile canning lines. You can do. Yeah, yeah there are ways to do it. But we we, I mean, we couldn't. Not at this not stage. Here. Yeah. But it's it's more. Space economical for a canning line than, than a bottling line. I, I only for ask a big bottling, like, yeah. For the most yeah. part, you see bottles, but there's you know there is a growing number of cans mm-hmm. that are coming out, and I just wondered. I think are they're, they doing that for economical reason or just to be different? It's also it's, more environmentally it, friendly. Yeah, yeah, and it's supposed to be a better uh, vessel for yeah. the beer. Yeah. The beer it's holds up better, right? Hold, you don't get light in there, so light's not yeah. good for beer. So sure. there's no light intrusion. Uh, there's less restrictions on where you can take it, like brown mm-hmm. water, you know, things of that sort. Yeah. Uh, it cools down quicker. Um, so there's a big kind of, you know, you talk about a renaissance movement in craft Oscar beer. Oscar Blues, right? Yeah. They're, they're yeah. the yeah. first ones to really push the cans because that's all their national yeah. distribution is in cans. Yep. Cans, yeah, cans are the are the way to go if, mm-hmm. if you can do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's a lot more investment, but... That makes me think of a question. Okay, so I, I, I was in with... Every time I go to Wisconsin Dells, we, we frequent it at least once a year, sometimes two times a year. We go to the, some of the uh, uh, indoor water parks, and at the beginning of our trip, I stock up on New Blaris, and mm-hmm. at the end of the trip, I take some home. Right. And I, I got into a discussion with the guy at the uh, liquor store I always go to um, about the beer that was in the fridge versus the beer that was just sitting out on the floor. Sure. And I always grab the stuff that's out on the floor. 
because mm. I figured that it hasn't been cooled and I'm not going to warm it and then cool it and warm it, whatever, mm. on the travel. And he was like, it's really not that big of a deal. So I have to ask you, as the professionals, <laughs> is there, a, if, if I go there and buy the stuff in the cool, <coughs> that's cold and bring it home, is that going to have a negative impact on the beer? No. I don't think so. No. You're better off to buy the stuff from the cooler. Yeah. Really? Okay. The, the more a beer is kept at serving temperature, the longer shelf life and more stability it'll have. Yeah. Okay. Get the cold stuff. Okay. Yeah. So Just think about it like you're cryogenically keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Preserving it. Right. Yeah. Preserving it until yeah. yeah. you okay. want to harvest its organs. That's true. Oh, and I know I've seen, I, I back, you know, so eight or ten years ago, when say Rudy's back when there wasn't a ton of craft beer options, there there was a lot. I mean, we're this is a twenty year old. I think we've probably been around for a while, but uh, I was always skeptical of anything that seemed like it sat on the shelf too long. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, I would never d- call that the dust factor. It, <laughs> that's precisely what I was just going to say. Is if it looked dusty, I would let it lay because I knew that I might taste it and it wouldn't. I didn't feel like I was giving the beer a fair shake. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Because I don't yep. know how long sure. it had been there, and, and, yeah. and if it's if it's an unpopular style, or, or even if for that particular store you're in, right. if it's dusty, you don't know. So let it let it be, mm-hmm. and and that's unfortunate because there could be some good brews that were let wasted on the shelves. Yeah. And and, and you just if they go funky, I mean, it's a good example would be a teenager who buys a case of Budweiser and leaves it at his trunk for two weeks because mom and dad might find it, and it's summertime. Sure. That Budweiser could go skunky. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) That may or may not have happened in our past. But the first I've ever heard of skunked beer was in my teen years, and it tasted skunky. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, hoppy beers, you want them fresh, as fresh as possible. You know, if you're talking a bourbon barrel stout, you know. Yeah. Get get the dusty one. Yeah, dust is <laughs> good. Get, for, get, get the one at the back of the shelf that's got, got a couple high, years uh, of dust on it. A case around it to keep the light out. But R- I do. Right. It's okay if it ages. Yeah, but uh, hoppy beers, you, you want them as well. Well, they, uh, is it Stone who does the Best Buy? Mm-hmm. Enjoy, 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 yeah. Yeah. enjoy, enjoy by. Enjoy by. Enjoy by. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's. There have some good ones that's, too. I'm glad I asked that. Now, yeah. I, now I know. Well, you had to help out all those. Next time I go there, I'm going to tell them that. It's like. No, I've got it from the pro. <laughs> yeah. But it, a happier, like they said, you know, the happier if you can keep it cold, mm-hmm. you're better off. I mean, yeah. I, was, I always do a little. I mean, I always examine this and look oh for boy. a little <laughs> <dust> <laughs> Get a little pretentious here. <laughs> no, but you're right though. I, a lot I agree of beer, a lot of beers have dates on them now too. Yeah, um, yeah. Ours don't. Fortunately, we sell through pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. But, I think people drink yeah. it. Like you guys don't have that problem. <laughs> what do you guys uh, for your all the beers that you've released and you put what, seven or eight in bombers now? This will be Infinite Zest will be number ten. Ten. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, what What do you think is the most popular? I mean, just in feedback. Hmm. I'm gonna say Half Past Red was. That was good. I, I like that. I think well, Spaceman Whiteboard. Yeah. Yeah. It's those two are real. Yeah, I mean, we've released Spaceman Whiteboard a couple times. Half Past Red only once in Bombers, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be twice soon. There's we got a firm on our full of it. But. I, I got a really good, I got a, a red on draft at Red Dog Grill, and I had a really mm-hmm. great sunset picture of it. I was quite oh, proud I, think it was, I felt like yeah. I felt like Adam. I was like, he, this photographer, <laughs> thing here where it just looked, it was like perfect. Now he, uh, fish tacos with a Half Past Red, and it, it just suited. It was, it was really good. 
That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to weigh in and, and <clears throat> throw Dennis under the bus, I think. Spaceman, Aww. whiteboard. Um, <laughs> should we, should we look at Untapped and see which has better reviews? I guess we could, we could always look at the reviews and see who's got the highest review. You know, so. See, my problem with Untapped is I, if, I know that the people who use Untapped know which beers are good. For the most so, part. For the most part. So when I like to post a, vi- uh, a picture of uh, in your beer, I prefer to go on like Facebook or something because I want people who are not as, you know, not the connoisseurs. I want yeah. them to be familiar with it. So, um, But Untapped is pretty cool. Untapped is pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a nice way to kind of keep track of mm. what beers you, it's almost like a checklist. So I've done this. Yeah. this, this well, it's my way of knowing what was new to the area. And if, if I see there's something new and I don't know if I want to buy it, and I see someone review it, and it does well. Mm-hmm. I'm more likely to go out and actually purchase it. Sure. Um, you know. You know what? Another question. I, I read an article recently said that the straight-sided uh, pint glass is not always the optimal vessel to enjoy a beer from. It's not. Um, Adam, here, if you here, would here fill us go. in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was really. It was a really good article, and 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 uh, perhaps we could share it at some point. It's but. very dependent on style. Um, right. Like an IPA is best enjoyed with Dogfish Head actually invented Buckle an up, IPA folks. glass. Yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna get beer nerdy on I'll try to keep it short and concise. So Dogfish Head created an IPA glass that's kind of got um, kind of bubbles on the bottom and then it comes up into a bulb. Yeah. Um, some of your heavier beers and, and sours are better in bulbs. Um, but uh, for the most part I prefer horns for my ales. Yeah, yeah. Personally. Actually, Brian and I just ordered horns of ale because we're Game of Thrones fans. So yeah. we have a legitimate like ram horn like <laughs> coming <laughs> for us to enjoy our beer. But here's the thing: like you can get caught up in what type of glass. But the big thing is, pour your beer into a glass, let it release its aromas, its essence, its essence. Uh, you know, without getting too beer snobby, don't drink it out of the bottle. Put it in a glass. Pine glass is fine. You can get into the styles and different types of glasses. Or just pour it and fucking drink it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just drink it. And... Well, I, 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 there's nothing more that I enjoy than a uh, beautiful pine glass. Straight glass is against the grain as that may be. Um, and looking at that beautiful head and, 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 just, and just taking that first sip and licking your lips and... Just taking the whole thing in it, and, and, and that I, I like. You're right about the pouring it into a glass because it is better out of the glass. Yeah. Yeah. Don't drink it out of a bottle. No. Pour it in a glass. You can't get the. I mean, I, I think, won't make fun of Adam for. No, that. that's absolutely. <laughs> and I think the, the that's what's cool about craft beer. Like you can go to so many different depths and levels of it. And there's, I'm sure there's absolute science to what Adam is saying. And if like you're the kind of person who really likes getting into stuff like that and has a bunch of different variety of glasses and using those for different kinds of beer that's beer that's a really cool thing that you can it's such a cool hobby to do stuff like that yeah. with and share it with your friends and, and all that stuff but well, ask I, Jessica my wife pint glasses are stackable yeah like a glassware that's very true I think it's it was, all dependent on cabinet space <laughs> yeah, right, right. I think it was Jimmy Fallon who said it, that thank you craft brewers for making my uh, you know alcoholism seem like a hobby <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah something to that effect right he basically and it's true it, but the, the nice thing about craft beer is you can have you know, two or three glasses over two, two and a half hours, they barely get warmed. 
and yeah. have and not you know what I mean. You're, it's I wouldn't say that you know it's 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 a way to you know you're not drinking a six pack of or an eight pack of Bush Light every night. Mm-hmm. It's you're a different experience. Three, yeah, yeah, you're having yeah, two or three yeah. beers that you enjoy. It's quality yeah. over quantity, right? right. Yeah. And you know, all it costs money, but you know, you, if you're going to have a couple a weekend, it's totally worth it. Yeah. yeah. Hell, there's a few few things in life that you know you get to enjoy as mm-hmm. much as beer, and I, I think was it Ben Franklin who said, "Is beer is proof that God uh, it loves, loves us, us and wants <laughs> to be happy." Yeah. <laughs> so. Well put. Yeah. yeah he, exactly. he obviously, he's a genius. <laughs> well, we at that the, point, um, we could start wrapping this up. You know, as much as I'd like to just sit and continue to drink beer. <laughs> uh, I have to drive to Peru tonight. So, right. Uh, um, I guess, is, is there anything that we, we you know, you want, might want to plug or that's coming up? I think the only thing that I can think of is <clears throat> looking at Adam. Uh, yeah. Donning uh, our newest piece of merchandise, um, we have uh, at Wine Fest this weekend. We're going to have uh, Spaceman whiteboard. Uh, it'll be available uh, at the Tangled Roots booth, but also we have T-shirts that'll be available um, with the with the Spaceman. So you can we gotta, you can we gotta tweet out a photo of this. You can don don uh, the yes, Spaceman uh, model be before yeah. we go. Yeah, feel free. I'd be happy to. It's so. a sweet shirt. It, it's perfectly tasteful. We've been we've neglected the merch thing for a little bit, and we've just had a lot of feedback. Well, I got a couple pint glasses at home, and yeah, people have been wanting stuff. So yeah. the koozies, I think I got those at Red Dog last year at the release. So yeah, yeah. keep it coming, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we we've got some other stuff coming. There's actually a spaceman pint glass in the works. Mm-hmm. Wasn't here before the event, unfortunately. Um, and then maybe some other stuff. Yep. And the, and the merchandise, merchandise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, drink the beer too. Yeah, I mean, don't buy the merch. Just yeah, the merchandise yeah. is not yeah. our special thing. No, we don't. Really <laughs> People ask for it, but we—it's kind of a hassle. But get your infinite zest and yep. your t-shirts, at, at, and you guys are going to have the uh, uh, the beer at, at Wine Fest this weekend, along with the t-shirts and. The- mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we're going to be down there with Tangled Roots and and Scott and Louie and and uh, Steve and Mike and those guys, and we'll be around and. Um, I'm sure they're gonna have a bunch of good beer down there, mm-hmm. um, and and we'll have a few things available too. So um, I know they're doing like jazz and all the stuff they yeah they, they do lobster do. still yeah they yeah, still yeah. do lobster. lobster yeah there's pretty much something for everybody I mean yeah. it's yeah, kind it was, of family friendly too like I don't know I mean, if, if is Dig Dug's gonna be down there I haven't heard the new barbecue I don't know trailer yeah really good if you yeah good. what's Dig Dug Dig Dug's is amazing it's uh, it's like a I like guess a food it's, truck. it's like a food truck like with a food barbecue. Truck. Based out of where? Uh, Ottawa. Yeah, he just, I, I know he's got a place over by... It's like Alan Auto Sales by uh, like Bill Walsh there. Okay. Yeah. 71 and 71. Yeah. But he was at Morel Fest and we had the brisket. Ooh. Wow. It was, I mean, he, he legit smoked it brisket. for 12 hours. Yeah. And it's then, the real deal. Yeah, and this is so coming good. from a guy who has a smoker in his garage. I, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. I do have a smoker. I do have a His smoke is, his, whatever he's doing is way better than that. Dig Dug 2 on the NES was. Yeah, right. So I don't know if he'll be down there or not, but I know. I don't know. There's tons of food and beer <laughs> yeah. and wine. It should be fun. There's something yeah. for everybody. On there. Oh, yeah. I've gone pretty much every year with my wife. And yeah. Pregnant wife and wine fest maybe doesn't jive, but I'll probably try to figure out a way to get down <laughs> well, you got a designated driver built in. Yeah, yeah. right. That's, it's within that's, walking that's distance, too. Thing. That's a good thing. Promise yeah. her a lobster dinner and yeah. you'll be fine, right? I like that idea. Play your cards right, and I'm sure she'll yeah. take care of you. Take care of you. Make sure you get home safe. Yeah. Sample some quality brew. 
All right, the bomber locations. You can get it just, we, we've said it before, but you can get it at Herman's, Regal, Liquors. That's on the south side mm-hmm. of Ottawa. Yeah. Vineyard Liquors. That's in Plano. That's Plano. Village Greenhouse Liquors. That's in Utica. Rudy's Liquors. Obviously. LaSalle. High V Peru. Streeter Drug. Is it just Streeter Drug Store? Streeter Drug. Yeah. yeah, they have a pretty good craft beer selection. Out and there. West Side Liquors and Morris. That's correct. And for your draft locations, you can go to Shakers, Red Dog, Lone Buffalo, Duffy's, Uptown, Hayes, and the Bullpen. Bullpen and Streeter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hayes, obviously, over in LaSalle. I actually, yeah. uh, first get a uh, Hayes is actually pretty good. Yes. I've heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> the nachos there. The, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know yeah. what they're doing Stop. with that cheese and their nachos. Yeah. And actually, the, the pretzels with the, uh, uh, the, the Pepsi ribbon, whatever cheese they have, is also solid. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I guess the I'm theory is that that beer and, and barbecue go together, yeah, right? Yeah, they like, seem to go together. Yeah, hey, where's that food truck? See if we can get them all. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you again for bringing us and let yeah. us, letting us come yeah, back. Thanks, thank no, we appreciate you. it. Um, we'll mark our calendars uh, for one year from now. For yeah, to come back yeah. again. Yeah. Check, yeah. Check in we'll again. Before we, we know it. Yeah, right. yeah. We can't wait to uh, to get the, some infinite zest. Um, in the bombers and yeah so uh, everybody check out uh, Radium City on Facebook and Twitter and their website too a lot of good information on their website and yeah that's going to be about a show for for us thank you guys so much yeah, yeah thank thanks you guys. Yeah, thanks for thank you guys for awesome yeah. yeah thanks again and uh, you can find us uh, ivypod.com ivypodcast on Twitter and iBeepod on Facebook. Yeah, share it with your friends. This is going to be a good one. Share some Radium City yes. Brew. And- this is a good one. Support your local beer makers right. and podcast makers. That's yeah. right. Unite. This is like- <laughs> Buy local, drink local, yeah. listen local. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There, I like that. That's good. <laughs> think, think global, drink local. Yes. Yeah. Right? yeah. Awesome. All right. That's it, everybody. All right. All Thanks right. a lot. Thanks, Thank Thanks, you. Bye, everybody.